Wrestling, go. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the KF Podcast. Today's February 18th. We're going to talk wrestling. It's the wrestling show. What? You should know what date it is. We just did another show before. Yeah, fuck You got it. You got it. You got it. Wrestling time. We're going to talk about wrestling. We're going to talk about Cody Rhodes. We're going to talk about Steve Austin. So we should get into the main story, I guess. Everything is Cody right now. We should talk Cody, I guess, first. Yes. Before we talk about any shows, we'll just talk Cody. So for people that don't know that maybe are listening to this, apparently they really, what day was this? Tuesday? Wednesday? It was was Wednesday, yeah, yeah. They came out with an announcement that Cody and Brandy, Cody being a EVP EVP of there and a founding father of AEW, that he quit AEW and is no longer with the company as of Tuesday, him or his wife. Wrestling world went crazy because then all the stupid idiots were out there that he's definitely coming to, to WWE. He's going to fight Triple H at Mania, you know, and all these different things. Triple H just had heart issues. Yeah, yeah. Triple H going to be fighting anybody for a while. Yeah. Um. So at first, I thought it was definitely a work. What did you think, bro? I thought it was a work too, just because it seemed too convenient. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you think it's a work still? No. I still feel I, like it's a work. I think he just thinks he's bigger than the company. Bingo. I think he's got I think he's got a little bit of his dad in him and Dusty would get up and leave every time he get tired of something and take his ball and go home. This is a this is a Rhodes move, I think. See, mm-hmm. I don't I don't know if necessarily it's a work, but I kind of think that like Cody was they kind he was done. He was ruining AEW. Like he wasn't over anymore. They didn't know what to do with him. He refuses to go heel. He, he wants to still be this good guy. Everyone hates his wife. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of that going on. I kind of feel like this is maybe a mutual break where he can go guest star in Impact a little bit because they're doing training with Impact. They got Jay White who was doing Impact. Mm-hmm. Maybe a New Japan thing. Maybe if ROH does a show coming up, mm-hmm. hit the indie circuit, do what he wants to do a little bit, but then I think the door's open for him that he'll come back in and it removes his title clause thing because he could be like, that was my old contract, right? I couldn't defend. I couldn't go for the title, and it's a way to maybe get. He's buzzing. People want to see where he's going to go. I do not believe for a second that he goes into WWE. I don't know how you know, and you know, work, shoot, gay fame, whatever. When he left WWE, there was a lot of baggage that he put out there on mm-hmm. social media. Now, if he wants to say that was all part of a work, whatever. But he put a lot out there about how his wife was being held down, about how he was, wasn't was getting an opportunity. Yeah. And he made the opportunity himself on the backs of the Bullet Club and the Young Bucks right, and right. all those guys in mm-hmm. ROH and got, in a, got himself over because of that. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know how you go back there, but that's not me. I'm not living that day. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, if he wants to go back for the money and a big paycheck, he can sure as hell get it. I don't think they're going to give it to him. I, well, let, let's put it like let's put it like in two different terms. So from a Cody perspective, the only reason you would go back to a company that you hated would be money. Yeah. And would be the promise that they were going to say to you, I don't have to be Stardust anymore. I get a big Mania match. Mm-hmm. At Mania, I get Rollins. I get Edge. I get something big. You know what I mean? I'm not getting a title match, I get, but I get a major match, and I'm like a big deal. You know, this is, this is what Cody would want. You know, I don't want to be Stardust anymore. I want to be this. You know, I want this kind of money, maybe guaranteed. Mm-hmm. So I could see that maybe he would take that because it would be like, look, Tony, I'm a big star. Because apparently some of the stuff that was going on is he wanted booking control and Tony took away all the booking from him. These are rumors out there. Yeah, he wasn't all... getting along with the box. There was issues with He wasn't liking what it was. He was like a pariah in the backstage. People didn't like him with his ego. So I could see him wanting that, but... If you take another look at it and you're Vince McMahon, is Cody Rhodes a big star that you want to pay a lot of money to? Like I saw it would be a good middle finger to AEW. But does he care enough to want to do that, you think? Vince probably not. But some of his cronies might. and I agree with that. I think there is people within WWE that would be like, Yeah, this is gonna be our our FU to like the indie scene and we got this guy that went and started another company. I just would I be surprised if he showed up in in Saudi? Not not one bit. 
Is there a surprise entrant in the elimination chamber? Is there no. once uh, they're all? That's not I don't think he'll works. go to Saudi because that was too soon. Apparently, the rumor is he was going to the performance center this weekend to do vignettes and different things like that, promos and stuff. But my thing is like. When Cody was there, there were some WWE fans that liked him, but he wasn't a major star. People like Stardust and all that. He got popular with the indie people because he was like the kid that left the WWE. He's an AEW original and all that. He he laid the groundwork for what Matt Cardone is doing, though. Exactly. But there's the current WWE fan base. Like when Lesnar comes back, they love Lesnar. Yeah. They love Edge. They love Rousey. They love. They even love Goldberg. The WWE kids and the people that follow it heavy love this stuff. Do they? Does does WWE Universe give a shit about Cody Rhodes? I don't know. I I honestly, I don't know. I can't see him coming out and people going, "Oh my God, it's Cody!" and like loving or just being like, "What the fuck is Cody back here for?" I I can only speak for myself, and I am a smart mark that loves AEW. Mm -hmm. I will not pay to watch Cody Rhodes on WWE. I don't know a storyline that would make me interested in that. And and that's going to be the consensus of the AEW crowd. They're going to boo him even worse at WWE. Yeah, like. You know, the <laughs> yeah, I I don't I don't know. Like you know, let me just say I like Cody as a wrestler. I I don't I mean I don't really care what he's like in the back, but I enjoy the Cody character mm-hmm. before they started doing too much of him. I like I like the way he wrestles. Yeah, I like I like him in general. Yeah, I don't like Brandy. So as a person that still watches WWE, yeah, I wouldn't. It'd be cool to see Cody do something with mm-hmm. different certain people he could work with or whatever. But like to me, it's not like all oh, WrestleMania just got good because Cody Rhodes is there. Yeah, I'm not like yeah. well, no, the WrestleMania is still gonna suck this year. Yeah, because they don't give a crap about the product anymore. <laughs> like you know, I'm not like. And that's another thing I, I have a problem with too is like if Cody Rhodes thinks that the grass is gonna be greener in the WWE come creative wise, guess what? And they happen. No, like you're not gonna. You're not going to go there and get what you... this. They're not going to let you book yeah. matches and that. You're not gonna I honestly that. don't even think that you'd get your music there. Like, you know what I mean? Like, there's... Yeah. No, yeah, they'd make, they make him get his... Yeah. they make him get his own music. They'll do their own music that they own. Yeah, like, I just don't know what he thinks he's going to get. Now, can he Matt Cardona and go around and get, like, you know, fight for championships in other places, show up in New Japan? He already Japan. did that. Exactly. I guess. So, honestly, I think he's going to go do something else for a little while. He may. He's doing the game shows. He might want to get into the acting thing like Cena and do all that stuff. You know, maybe he's got the Hollywood bug, and that's what he's going to go work on for a little while. And I know he wants to, he wanted to retire. Like you know, is this his like you know take yeah. a break? And, you know, I still think he takes a break, does his own thing, and then one day returns to AEW. I wouldn't because they would Tony Khan would welcome him back in a, in a role where, and then you know, I honestly think <coughs> the AEW faithful. Would would cheer him when he came back? Yeah, because you saw people that hated him in the AW post were then like, "Oh, why Cody leave?" And other people were like, "Cause you fucking boo him." That's why you know they were yeah. like yelling at him. So I could see him coming back and people being like, "Oh, he's a good guy now, and he's gonna win the title." I would like to, s- with anything in wrestling, if it's got a good storyline, then I'm all about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I don't. I don't. I personally can't think of a storyline that I'd be interested in with him showing up in WWE. Well, to me, the only storyline that is interesting for WrestleMania that you can't do is him versus Triple H. Yeah. Because I think if you... The way he shit on Triple H, yeah. the sledgehammer and all that, yeah. it, you could work an angle where Triple H is in the ring welcoming everybody talking about WrestleMania and Cody appears. Yeah. And he's like... I left my other company just to come to beat you because I need to beat you. Yeah. Because, like, I'm not, I can't get you out of my head. Like, yeah. you know, I keep talking about you on the show. That to me is compelling. Mm-hmm. And then you could have their wives mix it up or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then, and then, you know, him versus Triple H at Mania. That's because I always like Triple H at Mania. That's a good story. I don't think that can happen. It can't happen because he yeah. can't wrestle. Yeah. The chain step in then? Shane's gone. Is, is, is that Shane's triumphant return uh, yeah. to WWE? Yeah, that, that's what I'm thinking, Justin. Like that's that's the way to bring usher him back in because it has to be somebody from the McMahon family. It can't be Vince. Triple H is probably in no condition to do it. Well, the only thing you could, I think you could do with it if you could get him would be Cena because Cena's like, I mean, you can't do Roman because he's in something else. Right. But Cena's the other golden boy that you could use. But he's you know? already said he's not doing Mania. Yeah. Yeah. I guess if the price is right, but who? I think he's got a movie thing. I remember, you know, I think oh, he's yeah. got a movie commitments. Yeah, I mean, I think I'm you can. I think somebody else. I can't think of anybody else. It'd have to be Shane. 
The only thing I, I, I stretch would be you could do Rollins because Rollins was like Triple H's guy. Triple H's guy, you know. I don't know. You Owens, kind Owens, of, yeah. they're like Triple H guys. You could. Do they're something. fighting. He's fighting Steve Austin. Yeah, well, that's the other rumor that Austin's coming back to Mania, for Mania, and they want him to wrestle. I don't know why anybody wants to see fifty-seven-year-old Steve Austin wrestle. I don't. I, I don't either. I don't want to see an old guy wrestle. It's going to be embarrassing compared to what. It, now, it's this is WrestleMania in Texas. I want Steve Austin there. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. I want to hear the music and I want to hear him come out. I want to see a beer party. In I the want to see him stun Donald Trump and, and, and all the yeah, McMahon. I want to. I want to see that. I love Stone Cold. Yeah. I, it's just like seeing an icon or whatever. But I don't want to watch him wrestle. It's like I don't want to watch sixty-two-year-old Sting wrestle anymore. I don't want to see. He's older than the Undertaker, Stone Cold. Yeah. And you want him to come back and have a match. Like, for what? He doesn't need to. Be in someone's corner. Geriatric court. match. Yeah. Be in Kevin oh, Owens' corner. He hasn't wrestled in almost 20 years, so he's probably not as beat up as these guys are. Yeah. But, but I don't know. Still he's not going to... He's going to be rusty, I would think. Just have him in someone's corner. That's all. He can stun he can somebody. Get involved and yeah, and then yeah. do a thing. And I mean, let's face it. The only thing you really want to see is the entrance. A and then a beer party after. Yeah, a and someone gets stunned. That's all you need. And just, everyone goes home happy. Just make him a referee. Yeah. Just make him a, a, a enforcer. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I, I don't Maybe he'll fight Cody. Maybe he'll fight Brandy. And then, and then there's other people putting reports out there that, like, it's going to be like an Edge deal where he can come back for matches. I'm like, Edge is in his 40s. Stone Cold's 57. It's a little different, a guy that's 45 wrestling, Edge is still in good shape and all that. And Austin's still in good shape. Yeah. But it's enough. I don't have... There's no match that to me is compelling. Like, I want to watch a great Steve Austin, Austin Theory match. Like, But you know him and Owens would have a good match because Owens is so yeah, good. That he yeah, didn't. Owens could do that. But, you know, just do this. Just protect these guys and their legacy. All you need is the is the glass break and the beer, and everyone yeah. goes home happy. Yeah, everyone's happy with the segment instead of going, "Oh, that was bad. Oh, yeah. that was bad. That was a botch. Oh, that looks sloppy." You know, just come out and do the fun shit, and everybody's okay. Yep. So the other thing I wanted to see if you guys saw this week. Did any of you guys see the Brock Lesnar interview on the Pat McAfee show, where he broke the desk and all that stuff? It was maniac. the best interview that I've seen in so long. It was so. Fucking good. I saw I saw bits because I follow McAfee on a lot of social media, so I saw like whenever it's like oh what if someone came in the ring and like he's like I hope someone comes in the ring and tries to jump. He was in. when he first sat down, he was like, "What's this table?" And McAfee was like, "Now don't break the table." And he just goes <laughs> and throws it, and everyone's like, "Oh god, he broke the fucking table!" So apparently, McAfee's story was that at SummerSlam last year, uh -huh. he never met Lesnar before. He said he'd always been in awe of him, but he's a little afraid of him. Yeah. So he said he saw him in the back and just said, I'm, fuck it, I'm going to go introduce myself to him, and went up and said, Mr. Lesnar, I'm Pat McAfee, I just wanted to say hi. And he was like, oh, I love your show. I listen to it all the time. I'm a huge fan. And he was like, oh. <laughs> he was like, and, and he said, and then he was like, hey, we should grab dinner. He said, next thing I know, I'm eating fucking steak with Brock Lesnar <laughs> at a restaurant. And he was like going nuts about it. And then like part of the interview, Lesnar was like, you know, something about, yeah, we're friends. We've hung out for a few times. We go to dinner every time I do SmackDown. He's like, Brock Lesnar just said we're fucking friends. <laughs> he's like, how great is that? How he's like, he I love Pat back. Yeah. Yeah. He's great. <laughs> and, and, and Lesnar was like, dude, I think that you're... Lesnar doesn't do interviews at all. Yeah. This is the first interview he's done in like his whole entire wrestling career, other than the Stone Cold interview. Yeah. But he was like, you know, I, I think you're great. I think you make SmackDown better. He was like, I think you're the voice of the new generation of it. He was like, and I love watching you on there. I think you do a great job. And like, he was like, well. And then Lesnar was doing Stone Cold imitations. And he's it's so great. Like, because they in in Pat McAfee show, if you watch before, they always do the what, what, yeah, yeah. like a what, you know. And he was like naming things, and and then Lesnar broke into. It. He was like, we're gonna hit him with it. And they're like, what, what? He's just doing all that. I mean, it was so good watching. He's such a fascinating human being. Yeah. He could have been. The, he could be the best character on Walking Dead. He's so <laughs> fascinating. They talked about the the line when Lesnar said, when McAfee said, you know, if aliens came down, we had to pick one person to defend Earth. It would be <laughs> Lesnar. And Lesnar was like, oh, there's a lot of guys out there tougher than me. He was like, you know, I, I don't. He's like, there's a lot of good fighters out there. A lot of these guys. He was like, am I in the top four percent? Probably. <laughs> <laughs> he talked about growing up with Lesnar and him and his brothers fight all the time. 
He said, when we would go out to the bar, me and, and my Lesnar and our brothers, he was like, our goal was to fight. He was like, we we're going to fight somebody and then hopefully drink and then hopefully bring some checks home. <laughs> He's like, in that order. He said, they were just talking about fighting and all the stuff they would do. His talk about, like, um, being on uh, his house. Like, he has a he has his own farm. His kids work on the farm. Mm-hmm. He has a staff that works for him. They butcher meat. He's like, I don't want to be around people. I just want to be in there eating meat and butchering meat and hunting. He, disappearing for weeks on end. No one knows where he is. He's like, I'm just on my land hunting. The guy is um, amazingly fascinating to hear about the way he runs his life. But he lives in Canada, doesn't he? It's yeah, in, it's in Saskatchewan or whatever. Yeah, that's Saskatchewan. His, yeah, that's his Him area. and Sable. Like, that's yeah. what kills me. It's like, he has two sons, and then he has a stepson and a, stepdo- a stepdaughter. Yeah. Imagine that's your fucking stepdad. Well, I, I heard an interview with Mark Marrow because the his the stepson, yeah. his dad's Mark Marrow. It's like, would well, you have any issues with Brock? I was like, no, I don't have any issues with Brock Lesnar. <laughs> it's like, what? if I did, I do not have any issues with Brock Lesnar. <laughs> yeah, even if I did, they're not going public. <laughs> yeah, they're not going. going to say. And that's Mark Marrow, who's like his certified Golden Glove boxer. Yeah. and he's like, ah, <laughs> so funny. The last thing I'll say is he told the story about you know at summer at a uh, Royal Rumble he put Wee Man through a table at a restaurant from Jackass. Okay. So he said, I walked in to the bar, to this restaurant. He said, I get my own room because I don't really like to be around people. He has really bad social anxiety. He says when he steps into the ring, before he comes out, he gets really nervous. Usually Heyman has to like calm him down. He said, I just get nervous around people. He's like, which is weird for what I do for a living. Uh-huh. So he said, I like to sit in the back bar. I had, my, I had a, one of my kids with me and, and a family member. I just wanted to be alone. He said, and uh, he saw that the Jack Ice guys were out there. So he sent him a bottle of wine and sent him some wine and was like, tell him I said hi. And he said, Knoxville came in and kicked the fucking door down that was in the room. He said, Knoxville breaks the fucking door. He's like, and he started yelling at me, challenging me to a fight, was laughing. And then that wee man, like, got up and he said, he peacocked me. I said, he got, like, he bowed up to him. So Lesnar picked him up and said, I'm putting you right through this table. And he was like, go ahead and do it. So he put him through the fucking table and it broke. And then, like, he said, people in the bar were like, what's going on? So he said, I don't want the cops come. He said, so I just got out a whole bunch of cash, gave it to the maitre d' and was like, sorry about the table. Here you go. We got the fuck out of there. <laughs> That's hilarious. And then McAfee said, imagine if you're like from Ch- from Japan and you're visiting and you're sitting in this restaurant. You don't know wrestling. You don't know anything. He's like, and out walks the biggest white guy you've ever seen, picks up the smallest white guy you've ever seen and throws him through a freaking table. He's like, what do you tell your family? <laughs> really amazing it was it, I, I suggest go watch it there's so many good things you can talk for hours about it he's he's it. he's an amazing he had the cowboy hat on you know he's great Lesnar's the man all right time to get into the weekly uh, what happened then right I mean yeah unfortunately yeah. <laughs> um we just talked about the most actually I thought AEW was good but I'm a mark so here we go well no we'll, we'll get to sure, AEW mark. mark so um we'll do the WWE Yins or Mark Yins or Smart Mark Ken Frederick the worst kind of mark. The <laughs> mark. So on the WWE side, there really wasn't much this week that happened. Brock, do you watch SmackDown at all? Uh, no, I did not. And my DVR did not catch it for some reason. You didn't miss anything. They basically ju- they set up a match. I guess Ronda's going to Saudi because they her and Naomi are going to fight Charlotte and uh, what's her name? Sonya Deville. Sonya Deville. So they're making Ronda go to Saudi, which. I don't know if she's too happy about that or not, but, you know. Well, I'm sure she's getting paid, so she'll yeah. be fine. Mm-hmm. You know, they hyped the... Uh, and then they recorded the next SmackDown and did all that. They did everything in one night. Um, which, apparently, there was a really awful Charlotte botch. Uh, they had to edit it out. Um, <laughs> so that was that. Um, the Raw opening... Did you watch Raw, then? Yeah. The opening segment on there was, uh, was funny to me. You know, when everyone came down that was in the chamber and then Lesnar came down and he was straight from the Pat McAfee show and he had the same outfit on and he just destroyed Austin Theory. Why did Matt Riddle jump out of that ring so bad so bad when he came in the ring? Did you catch that? Yeah. He's afraid of him. He's just like you just see them all in the ring. AJ, everybody's in the ring and they're all talking about the chamber and then Lesnar came down. As soon as he came in the ring and, and Austin Theory jumped on Lesnar's back Riddle just fucking jumped so high. I thought someone threw him on the ring. I'm like, he just 
killed himself for no reason. <laughs> I guess he didn't want to be in a ring. I know Lesnar doesn't like him in real life. Yeah. So that's got to mm-hmm. be a little uncomfortable. You think Lesnar's winning that belt still? I kind of hope so. Why? Honestly. You want belt versus belt now? I'm all right with it. If it means Goldberg's not going to win. Goldberg's not going to win. Goldberg ain't going to defeat. But we said that Goldberg wouldn't beat The Fiend, and we were yeah. dumb f- in there. But Roman's the golden boy. There's no way he's losing that. If he's losing that, he's losing it to Brock. Mm-hmm. Um, I hope. <laughs> Mark Goldberg. <coughs> The women's gauntlet match was okay on Raw. That I enjoyed. Yeah, that was entertaining. Rhea Ripley shined in that. They need to do something with her before they ruin her, too. Win. Um, and then they announced that Alexa Bliss is the uh, other surprise opponent. In the stupidest way possible. Yeah, in the dumbest way possible. She's in her therapy. Then after her therapy, they're like, hey, she's in the match. Like, why? How dumb. Yeah. And she reverted back to, like, she was herself again. At the end of it, and then she reverted back to the stupid fiend and knockoff character. Yeah, still carrying her <laughs> Lily doll. They can't let that go. Such good shit. Gotta keep it going. It's such good shit. Um, Brian, did you watch NXT at all? No, and my DVR didn't catch that either. Even though I it was on made sure it was set to sci-fi. Um, surprisingly, the Car- Carmelo Hayes and Cameron Grimes match I watched that was really good. Well, they're both good. There was, there was all title matches because it was that Valentine's Day. Special mm-hmm. and then Breaker and uh, Escobar had a good match, and uh, you know they're continuing that Ziggler. Ch- Champa was on Raw, just, oh, sitting, really? just sitting ringside and attacked off Ziggler. I don't oh. know if he's going to permanently be on Raw or for on NXT, and now we're allowed to cross over. I but, think um, they are because of the USA connection. But um, we will get a Mania match out of it. Yeah, But um, all the WWE shows were up. SmackDown went from two point one to two point two. Um, Raw went up from three one point three to one point six, which is surprising. Being on, it was on Sci-Fi and People going it against. It. They the, probably forgot last week. You know, I was surprised by that one. And NXT went up four thousand to uh, five twenty-five, which is a boost for them because usually they're pretty low. Mm. But you know, so that was their thing. And then we go over to uh, AEW. Real quick. So. Okay. <laughs> and Ken has to pee, and we'll pause once. Okay, Ken's back from PN, so now we're allowed to talk about AEW. <laughs> so, we'll do anybody watch Rampage last week? I didn't. I end up watching Rampage like multiple in one sitting when I'm off. And yeah, um, they had some good stuff on there. The Young Bucks and Rapongi Vice had a decent match. Yeah, I enjoyed that. I watched that. That was okay. Um, Jurassic Express. They had their tag match. The Gun Club did okay. You knew they weren't going to win. Yeah, but it was it was all right. Nothing too exciting. Mm-hmm. And then Hook had a match. This is probably the most boring of the Hook matches, I think. Yeah. This guy was really green and really boring that he fought. Who'd he fight? Some guy called Blake Lee. Blake Lie? L-I? Blake Lie. I'm going to look him up. And he see was from know. the factory. He's a, uh, one of those guys. Um, I like Hook, and Hook is over there, but they need to do something. They need to start something with Hook. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I, I feel he needs a story now. Blake Lively came up when I looked up for this yeah, Blake yeah. <laughs> so. What do you think, Brian? What, what would you do with Hook at this point? I don't even know what you do with I him. I mean, do you want him just every week he squashes some jobber and that's all it is? Or would you like to see him in an actual feud? I'd like to see him actually take some bumps, see how he does with like going on. Because really he's never been on defense. A couple times he gets hit. But I, yeah. would, I would like to see something. Like, you know, he's not... It's it's cool and all, but like, give me a little more now. I have an idea for a story for. What? I think he's got to start talking shit on Sammy Guevara. Doesn't actually have to go towards it, but he's like the TBS guy. He's always on Rampage fighting. TNT he, guy. Yeah, yeah, that's what I meant. Sorry. Yeah. So he, I'd like to see him start saying like he wants to go for the TBS championship. He doesn't that have. He'd have to fight Jay Cargo for that one. You mean the TNT? TNT championship. championship. Yeah. You know what I meant. Mm-hmm. I mean, he could fight Jake Cargill. That's fine. He probably lose. Probably would. She's she's a lot bigger <laughs> than he is. Um, I just want to. I like the character, and I like this intro they did. I just need to see a little bit more, though. And I think if you kind of lead that up to he's going towards the TNT Championship <coughs> and start chasing it, it doesn't have to be an extreme quick payoff. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. really, you know, he's on TNT. He's on Rampage. That should be the Rampage belt. Yeah. And if he talks shit every week afterwards for a while, then, like, you know, 
kind of go from there. Because feuding with QT Marshall is boring because QT Marshall is boring. Well, I yeah. can see him going through the whole factory. And in the air lane. He should maybe go through the Dark Order next or something like that. Could. Yeah. Camarado is next, right? <laughs> I guess. I mean, I don't know where Camarado is. Or maybe a Gogo comes back and he has a feud with him. Yeah. You have Solo, Camarado. <laughs> I don't know. They need to do something. Anyway, we'll go to Dynamite on Wednesday. Um, Dynamite was, last week was their biggest ratings that they had in, I think, forever. So this was a big show going on them. They started off with CM Punk. Mm-hmm. Uh, sit down promo there. What do you think about this? I thought the promo was good. I liked, you know, Punk hasn't completely blown me away with his promo stuff. It's good, but this is the first one I was like, oh, yeah. like, when, And then I didn't get the Be My Valentine because he kept talking about Piper. And I'm like, oh, the dog collar match with Piper versus yeah, Valentine. Yeah, Greg Valentine. You know, like, yeah, it was good. It was, it, was it was very smart, Marky. Like, you had to know some history, wrestling history to get the joke. But yeah. Um, I'm excited for it. I, you know, I would probably will get. Re- I'll probably get Revolution. Yeah. Um, and watch it, but it was a good. It was good. It was the opening. You th- have any thoughts on it, bro? Yeah, I enjoyed it. Um, I like that they don't go to the dog collar match very often. Yeah, I thought whenever Cody and Brody had theirs that they that now become like a signature AEW match. Well, they like didn't brought up they Bro- Brody after this, and they must have mentioned him about 14 times then throughout the night, rest of the night. They mentioned mm-hmm. Cody a lot, too. They did. They, they mentioned did. Cody a couple times. Yeah, so. I think the dog collar matches their hell in the cell. Yeah, I think you're right. You know, it's something that's can look crazy. It doesn't. It doesn't need to be a very big spectacular, just the, you know, or, you know, spectacle. Yeah. But the the visual of the two people being chained. And up. he explained it so you can't run away and all that yeah. stuff, you know. And we'll probably get to see Greg Valentine in the crowd again, <laughs> asleep. <Yeah>. Asleep. <laughs> Maybe Mike Tyson will come and fall asleep. Um. So then the next match we had was um, Liam Moriarty and Brian Danielson. I thought it was good. good. I, thought it was re- I tell you what, I thought it was really good. But I like the after stuff even more. Mm-hmm. I'm not a Moxley guy. We've all talked about not being a Moxley. Yeah, guy. we're not. This podcast but is not huge fans of Moxley. I think this Moxley Danielson storyline that they're doing could be the best thing on the show, and I think it could be the thing that saves the show. Do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, like oh. I like that they're going to make them fight. They should have this fight, uh-huh. and after this fight's over, I don't even think it matters who wins. Even this would even be a good time to go to the count out. You know, they d- overuse the counter. Yep. I would use it for this. Yeah. And then afterwards, I think this story is the most compelling. And if you want to get WWE fans to keep watching and, and get those ratings up, this is what does it. Not any, not Punk, not anything else. This is what does it. This is the most organic, stable formation that they have, and it could be amazing. It could mm-hmm. be the. It could be the. Ne- I tell you what, this could be, and this is maybe a little bit too much, but. You know, Bullet Club was like an NWO ripoff and all that. Mm-hmm. This could be the next type of NWO thing that they have going. I don't want to see NWO. I don't want to see Two Sweets and yep. all that. But something organic and new yep. where it's the two of them and then a long road where eventually Punk does join them. Yeah. Maybe feuds with them and then yeah. does join them. Changing some of these younger guys over. You know how they were making a big deal about 10 last night? Yeah. Take the stupid 10 mask yep. off. Be... Preston, whatever your name is. That's the other. Oh, you know, is it is it Pre- Te- Preston Vance? Something like that. Yeah. I'd... Get a new gimmick and join them. Yeah. Because you know? that guy's good. But the 10 thing is stupid. I mean, the yeah. mask is dumb and all yeah. that. But this could be the best. If they don't fuck this up. Because Moxley mm-hmm. was enjoyable last night. Yeah. In that. He was. I, I enjoyed the, the promo. And I, I like the fact that he, you know... I don't think that the B, uh, Lee Moriarty losing was also a bad thing. No. Because I don't think he did much to him. He lost his, to Brian Danielson. Yeah. But he yeah. looked good. He like, looked good. Yeah, he wrestled well. He should be someone young that they bring in. I, I mean, there's no shame in losing to one of the best technical wrestlers yep. in the world. I mean, you know. And Daniel Brian Danielson, heel character, is the best thing AEW has done in a long time. Yeah. And you know it's him doing it. It's because he's so natural. Yes. He's just a dick. Where he's just like, and he's always been a heel other than that stupid yes movement yeah. that he did that just annoyed me. Oh my god, and it won't go away. 
All the yeah, and they keep doing it. It's so dumb. I mean, if you're a fan, stop doing that. You know, and he obviously doesn't want to do it anymore. Yeah. It's a WWE thing. Drop it. So I hope this group grows and becomes something that. What, what's the name for it? I don't know. I mean, you already did like the pinnacle of wrestling and all yeah. that. You know, there'll be something to do with violence. Yeah, they, they use so violence they a lot. They say violence a lot. Wrestling and violence. I don't know. You can come. You gotta come up with something cool, something catchy. But this could be what gets your, that keeps your numbers. Because we'll talk about numbers later on and, mm-hmm. and kind of prove our point here. But this was good. Mm-hmm. Um, next, you had Face It a Revolution qualifier. Wardlow killed my boy Max. I mean, Max had a great rap in the beginning. Yeah, it was but good. But I, I mean, as soon as you see Max Caster versus Wardlow, you're like, well, Wardlow, Wardlow won. Yeah. But, you know, what's the point of this match? I might yeah. actually fast forward it because time was at a premium. I wanted to get through everything. So well, he like, just squashed them. Yeah. Man. You know, and then he got beat up, and then Spears. And I mean, the Wardlow heel turn or face, or turn. face turn. It's just dragging the fuck out, like you know. Let's but I don't think it's. I don't know. I to me, every week you're coming out with this idiot Sean Spears, and he's doing this shit. He's not helping you. Like Wardlow's supposed to be known as a character that's like fucking kills people. You mean to tell me this guy wouldn't have just turned and killed Sean Spears by now? I mean, it's not Max. It's not his employer. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I don't understand why he, he just looks at him, he gets mad, walks away all gruff. You know, like, AEW sometimes is like, we don't want to be like WWE and, and like, no-sell it. But we're going to do this long call. You don't always need the long ride, which takes so long to get there. I just think that they have a story that they can pull whenever they need it. You know, if something's lacking, what somebody gets over, though, right now. Oh, my gosh, so. It's over. time to put him over. Like he's over right now. Don't be like, well, we're gonna save this for a day. Like this is a this is a guy that people are tuning in for. I think he wins this face of the revolution. I think thing. he should. Then he should go win that title. He should go kill Sammy and win that title. And then I think he's then what's his name's gonna try to get then MJF's gonna try to get the belt off him and then yeah. And then you have another story there. And then that's where it feuds. Yeah, yeah. Because Warlow's good. He's over. He's a good guy for you. Mm-hmm. Um. Then you had Hangman come out. He cut a good promo. Adam Cole came out. This was all good. I like this. Did anyone find Adam Cole's hand, like, look at his, like, weird spray tan where he got his one hand too he much? He had a weird spray tan. Yeah, because people have been picking on him that he has a dad bod and he's real paisley white. So he had a, he had a bad spray tan. Poor Adam Cole. But, I mean, I like this. I like these two. Yeah. My only thing, here's my only problem with this. I liked the way he, him and Hangman went. They had good chemistry. When he left, I liked it. His boys, Red Dragon, attacked. Mm-hmm. I'm over the Dark Order. I know you're a Dark Order guy. I don't mean to insult yeah. you. No, no, no. You're not insulting me. You but need to move the Dark Order away from this feud. Like, this is the... Per- and I know maybe they'll do this and get to it, but this is the perfect setup that, like... Because they had an interview afterwards, which was good, where the Bucks were like, we're done beating up Hangman. Like, yeah. you know what? Because eventually this needs to be the Hangman no, and the, the Bucks. Bucks. Yeah. First Red Dragon and Cole. This is perfect. But I'm sick of the fucking Dark Order. The Dark Order... Here's the reason you need to have the Dark Order is because what we talk about in WWE, where like you have to acknowledge the connections and then have him like he's not going to win with the Dark Order. Like Preston Vance is going to get the like is going to lose or or yeah, who's none that, of those guys are going to win. Yeah, so they'll take the pinfall for at, it makes the heels look better. Yeah, and then it gives a reason for the loss and it's not pinned on and it's. I understand what you're saying. But there's a logic, I think, that story. That scene to me would have been better if they just kicked Hangman's ass and left him laying. I didn't need all that schmoz afterwards. I agree, but... But now Adam Cole's going to fight Preston Vance on Rampage. They do this a lot. He already fought Uno, yeah. you know. Like, but also, too, then, like, we would... I, I, I We've done it before at WWE. Like, well, why wouldn't so-and-so come out? They've been friends in the past. Yeah, like, but, you know, they kind of said in the beginning, like, they've abandoned you, you know. But they didn't. Like, it's just... I, I'm just... I, if it gets me to a better end game, or but I, I need to be over them. They need to go into somebody else now. But that's not going to be, you know, you just complained about long, you know. This isn't going to be a quick storyline. Like, the Bucks turning face isn't going to be a long. Actually, I, I see the end game being uh, a four-on-four match. Maybe a blood and guts where it's the Bucks, Hangman, and Kenny yeah. versus Jay White, Red Dragon. And well, Adam who knows? What, Roddy Strong might be over there before you know it. Yeah. Because he's yeah. fucking off NXT TV now all of a sudden. Oh, really? He's nowhere mm-hmm. to be seen at all anymore since losing the Gunther or whatever. Wow. So he could be over there sooner than later, too. You know? Maybe. But, yeah, I mean, I, li- I like it. I, I want to see Cole and Hangman for the belt whenever. So the era of Undisputed... This- 
can show up there. Yeah. Well, hey, yeah. They're using them in big storylines. They should. Adam Cole's good. He should be in the main event picture. And I've heard people bitching that, like, you know, that AEW hasn't used Adam Cole correctly. I think he's been, like, pretty top billing ever since. Well, he had a little bit there. Other than the lights out, man. He had a, yeah. he had a few things there where they were doing some stupid stuff with but he was always like on the show he's always a, yeah. a, a, a huge pops like. it looks much better what he's doing now in control than when he kind of was like a side character to Kenny mm-hmm. I agree. as a bad guy yeah. he was just kind of like a stooge in the back this, little is, buddy. this is the Adam Cole we like where he's the boss even him telling the Bucks what to do and telling people to do mm-hmm. this is undisputed Adam Cole which people love yeah and this is working. But sometimes you got to walk before you run. Well, it's fine. We got to a good spot. Yeah. I mean, I'm not a person in there. Like, Cornette's big when he talks about the show that, like, if you do something bad on there, he's done with you forever. I'm mm-hmm. not that person. I didn't like what they were using to Cole. I didn't like that Adam Cole lost to Orange Cassidy because I think Orange Cassidy's an idiot. He got cursed by Dan House, and, and it's a whole believable story. I'm not enjoying all that. But when Adam Cole comes out looking cool and, and is challenging Hangman, I'm back on the Adam Cole train. Like, you, mm. know, you know what I mean? Like, I can get back on board again. It's not going to derail me forever. You know, like, no. let's do some good stuff now. Like, yeah. Soon as he, soon as he came out, I was like, all right, here, yes, here we go. Here I'm just going to say this. This is the this AEW show is an AEW show we said we wanted a year ago. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and I think going into the next segment is what we'll probably. Yeah, because so far, so good. We were about an hour in. Yeah. And I was really enjoying it. Yeah. And then the inner circle's out again. But. Yeah. This is the way I want the inner circle. Like we've talked about a feud with them. This is I hated everything about this though. Really, even Jericho taking the loss. But know, here's well, the thing: to set up him and Kingston. He's just but he took the and... loss after he took their finishing move and kicked out of it, and then he had to get like distracted by. Here, well, here's my here's a couple of things with this match. Jake Hager fucking sucks. <laughs> I mean, he's he looks incredible right now. Yeah. He's supposed to be this MMA guy. And he was getting bounced around that ring by Ortiz, little Ortiz. Like, he got knocked out of the ring and wasn't even in it. I'm like, you're not a threat. You're a fucking joke. <laughs> like, this guy's a joke in there. Like, that should be like, they don't want to fight Hager, because Hager's the, the heavy, the, the the big dude, you know. Instead, Jericho took most of the match, because mm-hmm. it's all about him. And then he kicks out of their street sweeper, finishing move mm-hmm. or whatever. And then Eddie, it's all about just so he can build... Proud and Powerful aren't being used. They're still being used so Jericho to promote a Jericho match. Even though they're saying we don't want to be used like that anymore, Mm -hmm. now they're Eddie Kingston's lackeys, and it's still for a Jericho match. That's what Hager's doing. Everybody in there was was doing it for Jericho. We had a 20-minute segment last week where he had an interview. Then he had a match on here. Now next week, Jericho's back for another interview. He's like... Why all this Jericho? Keith Lee wasn't even on this fucking show. There should have been yet of them. That's it. <laughs> this guy was your big surprise last year. That's gonna last week. That's gonna change the game, and he's not even on your show. But Jericho is week in and week out. That AEW does every other week booking. If you're on this week, yeah. that's what, and that's why the ratings went to eight ninety eight this week, eight sixty nine this week after being one point one million. They lost four hundred thousand viewers in one week because. Well, well, we'll get to why they lost that afterwards. We'll finish this this match here. So after this Jericho shit, and then you had Thunder Rosa and Martinez. That was that was better. I liked that match. It was good. Yeah. Very cute match. Yeah, they had a good match. It was fine. You, saw, you knew the ending. What do you think about the karate Cobra Kai guy there? <laughs> I mean, I wrote, I liked uh, Melissa Joan Hart a little bit better than 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 him. John Crease. The Cobra Kai John Crease was there, and he was going to tell them that uh. To go in and finish her, you know, and all that. Like, okay, all right, that was fine. She had a Cobra Kai jersey on. Yeah. And uh, now Martinez and Rosa will be a t- yeah. team up. Mm-hmm. Saw that coming. Saw that coming. And then we had the TNT Championship match, and I'll be honest with you, I didn't really care for this. I was, yeah, I, I actually fast-forward through Bryce. I'm so sick of Matt Hardy and anything associated with him. <laughs> yeah. Well, the other thing with this is, Sammy and Darby have wrestled before. Mm-hmm. I don't understand why you wasted Darby in this match. Like, he he comes out last week and helps him, and then, like, I want a match. Boom, he gets a match next week. Again, why do you need a TNT face at a revolution ladder match when you can all you have to do is just get involved, mm-hmm. and then next week you have a match? I mean, every, That's every fucking week you have that. 
But I mean, like, we didn't need to see this again mm. already. Yeah. And then it was just a waste to just for there was a you knew that Elio was going to come down, and he's hitting people with iPads. It was just bad. Yeah. I don't want to see the TNT Championship defended on here. I want it only on Rampage. I agree. That's why Hook needs to win it. Make mm-hmm. it a main event on Rampage, and they need to get back to the open challenge thing again. Yeah. That's that was made, the only time it was interesting. It's the only time it was interesting. And that's how you debuted Brody Lee, and then you had all those indie guys coming in. That's how Eddie Kingston debuted. Yeah. So you know, talking like we were at the ratings, Rampage, uh, Rampage went up a little bit, stayed around the same. But Dynamite lost four hundred, almost four hundred thousand viewers, and I honestly think that it. This is twice now Tony Khan has oversold a big announcement, and I'm not dissing Keith Lee. Keith Lee is a great wrestler, and I love Keith Lee, and I'm happy for him. But you made it seem because you said you're break, you're gonna break the internet. This is the the biggest thing. You're gonna change the game, and all. this is what you said for Christian. And then Christian came out, and people were like, eh, "Yeah, it's cool. Christian's here. We like him." <laughs> Same thing with Keith Lee. It was gonna be the biggest thing ever. And then it was, well, no shit, Keith Lee here. I mean, of yeah. course Keith Lee is here. Yeah. I mean, we all knew he's gonna be there too. I mean, who thought Keith Lee wasn't gonna go to AEW? Mm-hmm. And I think he oversold it, and then. He promised people shit, and he got 2.1 million viewers. Biggest show they have. Then he went out online and gloated that they beat Raw in the key mm-hmm. demographic, celebrating like a jackass, and then a week later you lose 400,000 viewers because <laughs> your big match was Darby Allen and, 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 and this. And you don't even advertise that. My big announcement last week, Keith Lee, Keith Lee will be there live. Like Keith Lee should have been there mm-hmm. in some segments so that you could have been like, well, all right, I just met this guy last week, or I saw this guy, I want to see him again. Well, he's not advertised, I'm not watching it. And they, I mean, that's that's embarrassing to lose that many viewers. I, I don't know, yeah, I don't know. It's embarrassing. And what are you going to do next? And now, I mean, you do all, he needs to shut the fuck up on Twitter and stop with that bragging about shit when you think you're, because Raw went up on, Raw went up 300,000 people on fucking sci-fi going up against the Olympics, Olympics. and it went up 300,000, and you lost on your main channel like that's embarrassing so that's why i think stuff that could keep your viewers going and keep that number is bright as danielson and moxley Mm -hmm. that doing something like that and adam cole and all that stuff that's what's going to get people to come back because you can't there's only so many people out there you can keep you're going to sign bray wyatt next and do a big announcement you're gonna get through. Who's left then? That's why I don't. I don't want them to. Get, the good writing yeah, equals right. That's what they rely on now. Yeah. These signings, and then they just get lost in the shuffle immediately afterward. And because I mean, they, Punk and the AF the week before didn't get you over a million. Like yeah. it, Punk's not getting you over a million. No. Some people like Punk. A lot of people abandon and don't care anymore. Well, a like, lot of people, wrestling fans, don't know him. He was gone for yeah. seven years. A lot like, of them don't really care. Don't really know him. Your uh, to me, your future in keeping this show from doing what it's supposed to be doing because this show, with the amount of talent they have, needs to be over a million each week. There's no here's, here's the thing with Punk too is like I never expected him to be on every show every week. Yeah, yeah. I think we're getting a little too much of him. Yeah, yeah. Quite frankly, yeah. And I like Punk, and it's good to see him, but like it's not mm-hmm. doing it. But you know you gotta you gotta promote better and you gotta stop with the over promising because I really think you piss fans off because you say it's gonna be you're not gonna believe what you see in coming Wednesday this announcement and you're like oh yeah I can believe that because Keith Lee was fired of course he's here everyone comes here uh, you know and when you saw him come out did you go I never thought in a million years he would be here you didn't think that no you know what I mean but also I'm a dancer smart Mark I, yeah you know like. But you like it. Yeah. And I think that shit hurts someone like him. Like, you overpromise, and people are like, ah, it's Keith Lee. You know, like... It, just but, like Rey Mysterio, number 30 in the Royal Rumble. Yeah, it's like things like that, you know. Like, I just think that he needs to stop with that and just let it happen more naturally. Like, with the TNT Championship, someone debuts, and you're like, oh, shit, someone debuted. I better turn in each week to see who might yep. be there, you know. Like, mm-hmm. it, I don't have to, you don't have to announce it all the time. But I don't know. We'll see. I was shocked by that number. Because I thought for sure, I'm like, oh, it's going to be like 1.2 again. And it was a good show. It was, a, it was a decent show, yeah. Except for a few things I didn't like. When I saw that number, I was like, this has got to be wrong. Like, is this wrong, this number? This number sucks. Well, you know, I, I think 
It might, and you know, it, it might be the things that are best they front load the show with. Always the back end of that show is like it has a hard time. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. it's you know, because you're like you know, third hour. No, you're promoting <laughs> that you know your big main event is this match, and people are like. I've seen that a couple times. Now. Yeah, and I know he ain't losing. And to be honest with you, Sammy just won it. He ain't gonna lose it. I'm kind of over Sammy Guevara for a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Send hook. You need something different with those guys. There's got to mm. be, you know, you got to you got to come up with some different stuff there and stop wearing both those fucking belts. Still, even Jr. goes, I don't understand why he's wearing both belts. <laughs> yeah, no one does because they're exactly the same too. And he had a third belt on on YouTube the other day. He has a YouTube belt. Yeah, because oh yeah. yeah, and he had three belts on. I'm like, he ain't got to stop. So he got a banging Ty Conte belt that he can wear. Yeah, how about him with Ty Conte? I was just all over now the internet being gross about it now too. I don't understand. Like, that's where sometimes it kills me. It's like clearly the guy like back in the day like. He should just parlay that in being a heel. Like, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. Ty Conte should just, like, just start. It should just be heels. Yeah. Come out rubbing in your face. Yeah. That you basically broke up a, an engagement. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> On that show. On yeah. that show. Yeah. That's your big shining moment. I'm still going to pay to get her to sign my uh, action figure. I just got in the middle. Yeah, she's a talent. Oh, so. There you go. I'm going to ask her to write Homewrecker on it. <laughs> they are coming to Pittsburgh and on April 20th. We're going to try and go. Justin's coming, too. And uh, they're going to film Rampage. So you get... Oh, sweet. It'll be like three hours. Nice. It's a big event. They're doing Dynamite S- and Rampage. So much Britt Baker's going to be there. So much Britt Baker will be there. Wardlow. Lee Moriarty. Mm-hmm. Jesus. Hopefully they do more Danielson stuff while they're there. But yeah. Should be fun. We're going to try and go. It was fun yeah, last time. It's always a good time with their shows. Yeah. Get your money's worth, that's for sure. Yeah, especially if they feel dark before it. You like four or five hours of wrestling. I've never been disappointed at an AEW show. No, well, we, I've only been to two. Well, we went to the first. Yeah, the first was fun. Then we yeah. went to the, We were at the first Dynamite, first Rampage. First Rampage. Me and Brock went to the first uh, AEW. Yes, or AEW. Yeah. <coughs> we first went, what? We went to the first one at the Pete. You didn't go to that with us. Were they officially AEW at the time? Yeah, it was mm-hmm. uh, It was their first Pittsburgh show. You didn't go. Mm-hmm, okay. It was just me, Brock, and Mindy, I think. Yeah. Rob, too. Rob doesn't count. Rob didn't sit with us. I thought he did at that one. He might have. He never <laughs> sits with us. <laughs> him and Chuck. He's embarrassed by us. Can't blame him. Yeah. If we could get those same seats again. I'm going to try. Those are great seats. Those were great I, seats. We can't talk about them too much because then someone else might buy them. Yeah. Those are great seats. We had nice space. Oh, such mm-hmm. it's such, it was great fat guy seats at the peak. Yeah, absolutely. Good, good fat guy seats. You could leg room and air oh, out. So it was perfect. I, fat guy seats. Fat guy seats at the peak. You gotta love fat guy seats. Fat guy seats at the peak. So you can do fat guy stuff. <laughs> you can you can do so you can spread the leg so much so much spread legging. I had my own seat. You it wasn't even attached to a yeah, row. Yeah, right? you were like all in your own row. row. <laughs> yeah. All right, well, that's it. Lots going on in the wrestling world. We'll see what happens with Cody. I don't know really what to believe anymore with that. But Yeah. Everything feels like a work but to me, you know. On a lesser-known scale, Matt Cardona is the new NWA champion. Yeah. He's got five belts right now. He's the... NWA champion. He's the NWA world champion. Does NWA still have a TV show? Yeah, well, they have that power online you can watch on YouTube. He's the Impact social media or digital champion. He's Mm -hmm. Cleveland's AIW intense and world champion. And he's the internet champion that he carries around himself. Mm -hmm. So he's Matty Five Belts. All right. And that's a guy, you know, like he shows up at GCW, everyone hates him there. That's pro wrestling right there. Watching mm-hmm. Matt Cardona hustle and go to all these things and do all this stuff mm-hmm. and 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 get belts put on him by multiple companies. It's you know maybe that's what Cody will go do. I mean they're they're close those two. The other side, the, the other signing news I heard is that it's apparently a done deal that Buddy Matthews is coming to join the House of Black. I don't like that. I don't like the name Buddy Matthews. You need to come up with something different. That's a stupid name. Pal Ma- Matthews. I mean, Buddy Murphy was goofy in the WWE, and yeah. then they just changed it to Murphy, and it was kind of weird. But, like, I, I, 
Buddy Matthews sounds like a dork. That's yeah. not something that... It sounds like a toy. Yeah. <laughs> what if it was Black Matthews? A I mean, you have Malachi Black, Bro... What's Bro- Brody... King. Brody, Brody King. King. I, I keep wanting to call him Brody Lee. Yeah, Brody King, Malachi Black, Buddy Matthews. Hey, <laughs> everybody. You know, it sounds like, like Leave It to Beavers hanging yeah, out with fucking it's a horrible white zombie. Name. It's terrible. Is that his real name, Buddy? I'm not your buddy, pal. Yeah, I don't know. you got to change that name. you got to come up with something else. <laughs> I'm not your buddy, friend. That should just be the shirt you wear. He's not your friend. Guys. If he wrestles in Pittsburgh, we're yelling that the entire match. <laughs> yeah. Each I'm one of us. Buddy, <laughs> Why don't you like him in the House of Black? I don't. Th- I, he should be their adversary. He should show up to defeat with with Daredevil. He's his eyes all messed up. Yeah, exactly. That's why he should be. But he's like their. It's it'll be like you know he beat him and now he's his apprentice you know or something like that. They did a promo and I didn't know what was going. on. I don't either. I was watching. It, I, was I don't know like, what was going on. And when is what's her face going to join them with all uh, the eye patch girl? Because she was slowly turning heel. I don't know what they did with Julia Hart. She just kind of wears an eye patch now and she's on dark. I think the whole thing is she wears an eye patch and she keeps being more of, a, more of an asshole. When is Abaddon going to join them? Because she could vomit on the stage. <laughs> I don't mind Abaddon. I I, that shit's gross. I, I hate when she does that gross shit. Spits out blood on the... the she comes out like throws it up on the stage and then it just sits there. Like, oh, it's, <laughs> it's not like a cake. <laughs> it's, it's gross. She's so gross. His real name is Matthew Adams. All right, so he's going with Buddy Matthews for some reason. Get rid of the Buddy. Matty Adams. Adam Matthews sounds okay. It should be like Adam Bomb, A-T-O-M. Mm-hmm. And he should come out in neon green. Um, other indie news, the Hardy Boys are doing like a tour. Their farewell tour. They're actually, I just saw they're going to be in Pittsburgh with uh, IWC. So I'm going to go get my Funko Pop signed. Is this really their... Because they did this like farewell tour before, and then they went to the WWE. Remember they did that? Yeah. Tour? Mm-hmm. This is another tour. Fucking Kiss has done it a hundred times. They can do it. And they're fighting Enzo and Cass somewhere. Where? Oh, okay. Yeah. I saw that. They might be doing that in Pittsburgh, too. They, Enzo, I, I gotta say, Big Cass... XL or whatever yeah. he calls himself, and then Zo or yeah. whatever. Enzo got, got real good shape. They both are like in excellent shape. But they don't like to tag each other with each other too often. Really? I met them one time. It was fun. They signed my Funko Pops. They're not too fond of tagging with each other? I think I think the big thing about Kaz is he wants to be his own guy. Like, he's always in a tag. I, it, and it's funny because, like, they set up together and they're still friends. But, like, you know, Kaz is, like, the serious one who wants business. And, like, Enzo's talking to everybody. Yeah. And Kaz looked at me the one time he's like, this guy and he's like because because uh, Enzo's talking to like three people I was just waiting to get him to sign something but I think that they want to be separate because they're still trying to be Kaz is boring on his own they tried him on his own he was boring he's been doing okay in Impact oh he's in Impact W. Morrissey oh that's right oh god what a terrible name it is a terrible name W. It's Morrissey his actual name though yeah <laughs> is it yeah and then why is he Kaz W. Morrissey XL or whatever like yeah, I don't know Get over the fact that you're tall. We know you're tall. <laughs> I liked Enzo and Cass. I, they, I don't know. That just didn't... I don't know why that didn't work out. That was a team Enzo's we... Enzo's attitude, I think, is why it didn't work out. That was a team we thought was going to be a big deal. I mean, I still think... I still think Morrissey, W. Morrissey could show up at WB at any time. That's totally a Vince guy. Yeah. He's, you know... If he straightens himself out and keeps working hard, I think you can see him. What happened to him going to jail for threatening to kill... Joey Janela, whatever that whole story was. <coughs> Who knows? You know. Cool. But. All right. Well, that's it. All right, everyone. Please like, share, subscribe, invite, tell your friends. Have a great evening. Later. Later.